Hello again, wrestling fans, and welcome to another edition of the Scumbags Wrestling Podcast. It is Sunday at 12 noon on June 20th, so I want to wish everybody a happy Father's Day for all the fathers out there, and I uh, want to welcome you to the show, whether you're watching live on Twitch, YouTube, or Facebook, listen to us later on on Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or anywhere else you get your podcasts from. We are part of the Ontario Independent Podcasting Network and the Johnners Podcasting Network in the United Kingdom. We are also part of Pro Wrestling Tees, and you can go to ProWrestlingTees.com backsplash Scumbags Wrestling and purchase one of our four t-shirts. Now, of course, the comic book uh, t-shirt sponsoring or supporting independent wrestling here in Ontario, featuring 22 stars of the independent scene, will always go towards Steven's wrestling journey. And Stephen uh, just recently had surgery in Toronto, and we wish him all the best in his uh, recovery from this uh, last latest round of surgery. And uh, he's raising funds. They're going to have a lot of information coming up as soon as uh, we receive it. But you can also check out uh, Stephen's story and more things over at uh, Stephen's Hearts for Carrie with uh, Children's Hospital, Sick Kids Hospital in Toronto. So when you purchase one of those t-shirts, you will be supporting Steven along with going over to ProWrestlingTees.com slash ProWrestlingJunkies. And they have Steven's three uh, special t-shirt made directly for Steven with him on it where he asks three questions. I believe that he's also part of their podcast asking uh, his three questions. And like I said uh, just a moment ago, the... Support Indie Wrestling comic book edition of our shirt is available also for Steven with proceeds going for that. They're each $21.99 at Pro Wrestling Tees. Get yours and support a great cause. We are part of Cool Bet. We're, all our shows are sponsored by Cool Bet. Stay cool, bet responsibly. And we want to thank them for being part of our shows and sponsoring all our podcasts and, of course, this championship belt, which in a little while you can tune in again for the Scumbags Prediction League uh, rundown of tonight's Hell in a Cell pay-per-view presented by WWE at the performance no, at the Thunderdome in Florida. And, of course, when you win this title, it's sponsored by CoolBet, has our podcast logo on it, and, of course, you earn this by sending in your picks for every pay-per-view of WD, Impact, NXT, and AEW, and they'll total up. And the winner at the end of the year will be walking away with that championship belt. So now that I got most of that all out of the way, yeah, I think we're good to dive into a bit of news. I'm going to make this kind of quick. Um, you now I got in laws here, people are still sick in my family, and uh, yeah, I wanted to make sure. You, all this gets out and I uh, feel obligations and need to uh, get things done while at the same time uh, being supportive of my family, but getting a break away as well. So I'm going to run down this quickly. If you're uh, watching, you can always uh, send us a comment and uh, be a part of the show. And I can even send you a link so you can personally be in the show and be on screen talking. There's nothing to download. And there's always a way of being a part of the show. 
of course, down uh, below is how you can get in touch with us, whether it's on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or on our Facebook, or sorry, email, scumbagsofwrestling at gmail.com, or go over to our uh, website, scumbagswrestling.ca. We want to send out uh, congratulations to both uh, John Moxley and Renee Paquette, along with Brandy Rhodes and Cody Rhodes, uh, with their uh, births of their daughters uh, this week. So congratulations on uh, those uh, blessed occasions of becoming parents. Uh, this is the first one for uh, all four of them. Uh, and uh, I know Cody and Brandy uh, named their daughter Liberty. I have not uh, heard yet a name for uh, Moxley and uh, Renee's uh, daughter. So congratulations uh, to them on their uh, births. ACH is claiming that he is retiring from wrestling. Uh, he had uh, some mental breakdowns a uh, year or so ago, especially after the T-shirt that uh, WD put out with the big smiley uh, face or mouth and thought it was uh, very racist of uh, them. And then he quit there and then returned to wrestling. Now he's uh, saying that he's retiring. Either way, I uh, wish him the best in whatever uh, the future holds for him. If it is taking a break from uh, wrestling for now, then do what you need to do. And if you return, great. If not, well, thank you for everything you provided uh, to wrestling, whether it was over in NXT, ROH, or on the independent circuit. So uh, ACH announcing, just like Leo Rush did uh, last week, that they are retiring. We want to send out best wishes and thoughts to Don West, the pitchman from Impact Wrestling, uh, has been diagnosed with brain cancer and unfortunately uh, has a uh, huge fight ahead of him. He'd uh, put his uh, show on hiatus for a little while and recently released a statement uh, letting fans know uh, about his uh, recent diagnosis. So um, wishing Don the best. Hopefully he can... Uh, get through this and enough treatment and uh yeah see another wrestling event or be in touch with fans again and resume his show but all the best to uh don west at this uh moment as uh jason Hulian, who uh met 10 years ago when we were out of impact uh show here in london um don jason said basically don west could sell penguin ice because he was able to sell so many people on a uh, photo with Kurt Angle, which Jason, myself, and Alex Reed ended up getting a picture with Kurt Angle together. And uh, yeah, Don West, great pitch man. Looking at uh, last week uh, when we left you, NXT TakeOver In Your House was about to happen, and just uh, running down the results from them. MSK and Bronson Reed retained their titles in six-man tag team action, over uh, uh, LDF and uh, Zia Lee beat Mercedes Martinez in a kind of sloppy-ish match. Uh, the six-man tag was really good. Uh, LA Knight claimed, uh, climbed the ladder to uh, claim the million-dollar championship belt for himself. Um, as we saw then the next uh, on Tuesday, 
Knight ended up turning his back on uh, Ted DiBiase, claiming the belt for himself and beating uh, down DiBiase, and Cameron Grimes came to the rescue. So uh, they're going to have to find some way of getting that title away from uh, L.A. Knight and to Cameron Grimes to honor Ted DiBiase. And uh, yeah, quick uh, heel, face heel, back to face turn for uh, DiBiase, but at uh, 68 years of age and having the neck problems, he did take uh, quite the bump uh, this past Tuesday on NXT. Uh, going back to uh, TakeOver, though, uh, Raquel Gonzalez retained her uh, NXT Women's Championship with the victory over Amber Moon, getting submission, and Karrion Cross was able to hold off the Mount Rushmore, as he called it uh, the other day, of NXT and retained his NXT Men's Championship. Though throughout the night, uh, William Regal was having to put out fires and separate people all over the place because there was brawls going all over the uh, backstage at uh, CWC, and it was just wearing uh, William Regal out so much that he was spent and exhausted by the time he was leaving the uh, performance center at the end of TakeOver, and he was stopped for an interview. He had some tears running down his face, and he's like, after all this time, seven years of being GM, this, things are out of control and things have to change. And a lot of people are speculating that he's going to be giving up his position. Then we get to Tuesday and he's back being somber. About to make an announcement, Karrion Cross and Scarlet come out, berate him. And just before he ends up uh, giving up his job as general manager, as speculated on the internet, Samoa Joe came uh, back to NXT and is going to be, instead of an enforcer, or sorry, instead of uh, taking uh, William Regal's job as GM, he's going to be an assistant to the GM and an enforcer. Uh, as uh, Chad's saying, at least they got an enforcer. So, yeah, the WD obviously realized uh, getting rid of uh, Samoa Joe was a bad decision. Uh, since Triple H had heard about it, he was uh, fighting to get uh, Joe back. And I guess it looks like he's potentially going to be able to wrestle, but they're leaving that door open, uh, being the fact that during his time, he was told that he cannot uh, get physical with uh, anybody unless provoked, but he had stare downs with Cross, three encounters with uh, Pete Dunne, and even choked out uh, Adam Cole. So they're leaving that door open. Uh, to possibly being uh, able to get physical and uh, wrestle, but I think there's still a lot of question marks on his uh, ability, and that was probably one of the reasons why they got rid of him, but uh, Triple H at least sees some value in having him around, and so they re-signed him and got him there. That's the advantage of that whole 90-day uh, clause, where you're still working for the company, but they can, uh, and they'll still be paying you, but they can change their mind and bring you back. Uh, it happened to Drake Maverick last year. Um, Chad's saying, well, he can't fight yet, but uh, he can keep press the wrestler in line. Yeah, that's exactly uh, right. Uh, doing the occasional bump, even just like how Taz does, and uh, doing the uh, choke out, uh, that's not going to be taxing uh, on him. But if he does get clearance, like how Dana Bryan was eventually able to, then we will see the return of Samoa Joe to the ring. Uh, so until then, he's just going to be an enforcer 
uh, try and keep everybody in line and no more uh, brawls like we were seeing all leading up to and through uh, TakeOver that William Regal was just having enough of. So that was uh, Tuesday, and I mentioned about the fact that LA Knight turned on uh, Ted DiBiase. They're building up right now uh, also to a Great American Bash special edition of NXT, take, uh, which will be on Tuesday night, and it's already going to be headlined by uh, Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly in another uh, brawl. This past Friday on SmackDown, WWE held the Universal Championship uh, Hell in a Cell match that was supposed to be between, or was, between uh, Roman Reigns and Rey Mysterio. That was actually supposed to happen tonight on uh, the pay-per-view, but uh, Rey Mysterio uh, in a tweet apparently couldn't wait anymore to get revenge and demanded to do the match on uh, Friday, which Roman said yes, and so that's when we had that main event, which was a really good uh, match. We knew uh, that Roman was going to retain anyway, so... I guess it didn't matter which time it was on, whether it was a special attraction for Friday, which made it the first ever Hell in a Cell on SmackDown uh, history. It's only the third time that it's uh, they've held a Hell in a Cell match not on an actual pay-per-view. They did it twice on uh, Raw back in the 90s. And uh, this first time on uh, SmackDown, which Fox was probably uh, really happy about, but USA Network, not so much uh, because... It's a big uh, deal to get a uh, match like that, and Fox ended up getting it. And so somehow, uh, W will probably make it up to USA Network along the way. But uh, yeah, that was what main evented uh, SmackDown this past week. But the odd part that uh, didn't make sense to me is after all the stuff that Jimmy Uso had been doing to get his brother away from Roman and be putting Jimmy in between uh, Jay in between Roman and uh, Jimmy and Jay walked off all of a sudden uh, on Friday, Jimmy's like, okay, uh, I accept you. I'm part of the family and Jimmy's missing. Like there was no drama of getting Jimmy into conceding and being with uh, Roman. So that was kind of crazy. But at the end of the night, uh, Jimmy's helping to hold uh, Roman's hand up and uh, acknowledge him. And now they just have to get uh, Jay back and the three of them will be together as a family and uh, dominating SmackDown, I guess. We also saw Shinsuke Nakamura win the crown from uh, Baron Corbin. And we saw a setup uh, for matches, including Seth Rollins and Cesaro, along with uh, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn to happen tonight at the pay-per-view instead. So there's six matches going on. I'll run those down a little bit later and then jump back in for a actual prediction show. So I'm only going to run uh, the show no later than uh, 1 o'clock, 12.45 at the latest, but I think we're going to be done way before that. Um, Chad is also saying Friday night. Near Paul say, oh, my God, after we went through Ray against the cage. Yeah, uh, Ray got launched uh, into the cage, uh, much like how uh, Roman was able to launch Dominic. Uh, the week before, but at least there was a crash pad for uh, Dominic. There wasn't a crash pad for uh, Ray in the cage uh, on Friday night. But, uh, yeah, they're just showing dominance. They're getting ready, uh, I think, for Cena to uh, make his return uh, next month when they hit the road and leading to SummerSlam, which is going to be uh, Cena versus Reigns. But 
I'm not sure uh, how it's going to play out because our fans going to be cheering uh, Roman or they're going to cheer Cena. Well, Cena need to be healed just because Roman's going to get cheered in front of the fans. That's going to be quite the barometer to actually get a uh, test on once they return in front of fans starting, uh, was it July 16th, I believe it is, uh, that they uh, return to fans. That's July 7th, 14th, and 21st for AEW to be in front of fans, and those are Wednesday nights. So yeah, it was the 16th for uh, SmackDown uh, when they returned to the road, and then the 18th for uh, Money in the Bank, and then the 19th for Raw, the first three uh, dates that they're on uh, the road. Uh, so, yeah, with WWE uh, moving uh, the Universal title off the pay-per-view, uh, this frees Roman up for tonight's show. Uh, whether or not he's uh, going to be part of it or not, we'll have to wait and see what's going on. But he does not have an official match uh, scheduled now. As said, that's going to make Fox happy but pissed off USA Network at the same time. Both networks are looking for more themed uh, shows uh, going forward to bring in ratings because ratings have been uh, horrible, uh, especially during this pandemic time and uh, 15 months-ish of uh, no fans. Uh, WD's hoping that uh, when things get started again, fans will come back not only to arenas but also to TV. So uh, it's all just wait and see. But USA and Fox are trying to at least flex their muscle as far as it goes with the uh, ability of they're paying the bills for WD, so you kind of have to listen to uh, what we're saying and take our advice. Uh, Chad says, rumors seen is going to turn heel. Understandable with him doing movies now. Yeah, there's a possibility of him being heel. They even uh, teased that years ago, I guess, and made him some gear, but he never used it. And, of course, fans aren't uh, too happy with how he... Uh, sucked up to uh, the Chinese government after calling Taiwan a country and getting backlash for it uh, when promoting for Fast 9. Um, Vin Diesel, uh, though, praised him for Fast 9 and saying that Paul Walker kind of sent John Cena to uh, the franchise in a positive way. So, uh, yeah, we'll have to uh, do that. I've never watched any of the Fast series. Uh, guy I work with, uh, Nathan, he's all about the Fast and Furious series, so I don't know. Not my uh, total thing. I might, if I sit down and do it, but you know, you can only get so much of the same thing for nine uh, episodes of movies. Yeah, who knows? Uh, anyways, back to uh, what I was saying. Uh, some ideas that uh, both uh, networks are throwing out there are to include King of the Ring. Bring that back. Raw Roulette. Viewer's choice uh, evenings, just like a uh, Cyber Sunday, where fans are going to get to vote uh, what matches are uh, going to happen. Uh, there's been talk about a point system. I don't know if uh, they're talking about a point system, like how AEW has a ranking system to get uh, title shots. I'm hoping in a way it is somewhat like that compared to, uh, say, going back to the uh, early 90s, late 80s, early 90s of AWA with the Team Challenge series uh, that they did. Uh, and they had some really weird uh, matches and point systems going on. The roster divided into three groups. Um, so, yeah, we'll see uh, what goes on with uh, that. Uh, there's talk about a World Cup uh, 
tournament that uh, will go across all the brands. So it would be Raw, SmackDown, NXT, 205, uh, NXT UK. I think that's the only five uh, brands that they have right now. Uh, but it would be amongst them. There's also talk uh, because uh, NBC and Fox also have other sports uh, affiliations that there could be interpromotions between WD along with NASCAR or the NFL. Um, I get the fact that uh, WWE is having their bills paid by USA Network and Fox and with the ratings down that uh, they should be doing uh, something better, especially with all the money that they're getting. Uh, it has gone very stale. Raw is hard to get through. It, three hours, two hours, it doesn't matter how long it is. The format is just something wrong. Uh, there's no fresh stars being built. Uh, if they're in a holding pattern, okay, fine. I hope that's all it is, but they better uh, figure something out soon because, yeah, even lo long-time uh, loyal viewers such as myself that have been watching since 86, it is difficult to get through, but uh, we'll hope for the best and maybe there'll be some changes coming up soon. Becky Lynch uh, was recently at the uh, Performance Center and is looking in amazing ring shape. Uh, she was working out with Indy Hartwell, so it's only a matter of time before they bring her back. She could also be uh, somebody that they're holding off until going back in front of live fans. Maybe the Raw after uh, uh, Money in the Bank, which would lead to a match at uh, SummerSlam, which they want SummerSlam to look like a WrestleMania-esque uh, show, which doesn't make it, uh, much sense timing-wise because... If they're going to be in there for like a 7 o'clock uh, kickoff show, 8 o'clock uh, start time, and done by 11 so people can go uh, up the road and watch the Manny Pacquiao uh, fight, that's three hours to jam-pack a lot of stuff into. Uh, I wish them luck, but uh, who knows? It will be uh, exciting to see what happens uh, when they do put together the uh, full uh, SummerSlam card. AEW uh, reportedly had been showing interest in bringing in Tommy End, aka Alasha Black. Uh, once his 90-day no-compete clause was completed, there are uh, people in WD that were, excuse me, sorry, I need to sneeze there for a second. Uh, there were uh, people in WD that were shocked about the release and uh, thought it was uh, premature given the fact that he was uh, just brought back to TV and was getting new music, new gear, and entrance made for him. And just like Samoa Joe, there's always a chance that uh, Alistair Black could be brought back before his 90 days expires. There are reports uh, that he is uh, getting brought back for a new deal that would include a no-cut clause. Uh, we'll have to wait and see uh, what happens. Rumors have him back as early as tonight. Um, yeah, I just need a break for a moment to uh, blow my nose. So here is a ad from one of our friends on the podcast network. Here at Toilet Side Wrestling Talk, we interview the top wrestling stars on the independent wrestling circuit with questions including, who exposed you to wrestling? Were you nervous the night before your first day of training? Did your family support your wrestling dream? Are you a witch? For $700,000, would you legally marry a horse? 
Have you ever cried from a Vin Diesel movie? These questions and much more on Toilet Side Wrestling Talk. Okay, and we're back. Sorry about that. Like I said, I need to blow my nose. Some dust in the air, I guess, down here after uh, some renovations that I've been doing uh, this week while I was off. Uh, anyways, uh, reports of Alistair Black coming back would include a no-cut clause. Um, and we'll have to wait and see what happens, if he comes back tonight or not. Otis could be in line for a big uh, heel push, as uh, seen uh, with the image change, including him using his real voice uh, now on Talking Smack. The Alpha Academy has uh, been uh, taking out the Street Profits and are uh, getting themselves into contention for the SmackDown Tag Team titles, uh, which are currently held by the Mysterio family. Tedros O'Neill is in running for a uh, Muhammad Ali uh, Sports Humanitarian Award again this year. He was a finalist uh, last year uh, in the running. Titus uh, does a lot of uh, charity work, which they highlighted uh, when he got the Warrior Award uh, this year at the uh, Hall of Fame, but he does a lot of it without a lot of fanfare and uh, represents WD really well uh, while doing so. Charlotte uh, Flair was asked about issues uh, with an all-women's show like uh, Evolution ever happening again, and she seems to be on the same sort of page that uh, Triple H was about it not being necessary and needed to be done. She likes the idea, and it'd be awesome, but at the same time, it's one of those ideas where she's sort of wanting to be on a card with mix of everybody and going out there and being the best person on the show and proving it that way. Not the best woman on the show, not the best man on the show, but the best person. So, uh, yeah, we'll see uh, if that uh, happens. And uh, she wouldn't uh, say no to doing another all-women show, but uh, things are not necessarily in that regard. Excuse me once again. Sorry for the visual, folks. Uh, but when you gotta blow your nose, you gotta blow your nose. Uh, Piper Niven made her uh, debut on Raw against uh, Naomi this past uh, Monday. She uh, replaced Eva Marie in the match. There was supposed to be Eva Marie versus uh, Naomi. And they did not call Piper by her uh, name during the show. Just called her like a friend, enforcer, unknown person. And... That's because WD did recently uh, file for a trademark for the word or name Dewdrop. Uh, this looks like uh, it's going to be uh, Piper's new name. And uh, since appearing, there's been a lot of tweets body shaming Piper. Uh, a lot of uh, wrestlers come to her defense and stuff like that. She's even come to her own defense on uh, the body shaming because people like Otis, Kevin Owens, and others that are of larger size are not body shamed, but somehow she is. And she basically said it's a reflection of how inferior you feel about yourself than it being on her. Uh, my only fear with this, because she also kind of appeared in a way like Bertha Faye sort of character, is that because they're putting her with uh, Eva Marie, who's doing a motivational uh, speaker type thing, that they might actually do the unfortunate Piggy James situation 
with uh, Piper and do the body shaming publicly uh, as part of the uh, storyline as opposed to uh, letting it not be a uh, case of shaming and bullying. Uh, I just hope I am wrong and that uh, they're not going to go down that uh, path with even Marie helping her uh, with her self-image and body structure because that would just be horrible. However, uh, at the same time, Piper is the first uh, NXT UK star to be brought up to uh, the main roster uh, ever. So congratulations to Piper, Piper Niven. Or now, apparently, Dewdrop. Uh, WD is gearing up for uh, their dates back on the road and have announced uh, return dates for Sasha Banks, Edge, and now Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt, uh, the Fiend, is advertised for the Monday before SummerSlam. MJF will have his own cryptocurrency. The MJF coin is currently valued at $7.69 US. So you can always invest in MJF until it goes bankrupt and he laughs all the way to the bank. Uh, just some more comments from Chad. Yes, tonight is Hell in a Cell. I'll be right back at in a little while for a rundown of that for the Scumbags Prediction League. And other comment, live event's going to be interesting how they uh, put the fans with uh, check Detroit's say restrictions, what we followed. Uh, yeah, so it's all going to be uh, depending on what the state they're in and uh, if people are fully vaccinated, not vaccinated, uh, whether you get in because, well, in all honesty, they are privately owned buildings. So if that building does not want you in there unless you're fully vaccinated, you're not going to get in. Uh, so uh, definitely uh, wherever you're getting tickets for, if they're coming to your area, find out the restrictions before you end up wasting your money if uh, you're not vaccinated. And that's uh, one of the restrictions to get in. Many release uh, superstars are reaching out to WWE to negotiate the end of their no-compete clauses. During this time, WWE still pays uh, the release talent. This allows WWE to change their mind and bring people back to the company like they uh, did with Joe this past week and possibly with Aleister Black. Uh, it prevents someone from instantly showing up on another company show immediately uh, after the release to capitalize on their uh, WWE character. However, it does look like uh, WD might be willing to allow some uh, to get other clauses. If so, uh, we could see people on AEW, Impact Wrestling, Ring of Honor, uh, MLW, or other uh, shows sooner than expected. Though, uh, I think it's only about a month left for uh, the first crop that were released in April to be able to appear. And that's supposed to be in time for uh, Slammiversary, which... Impact Wrestling is once again teasing that some of the people who were released on in April are going to be coming. Though they're going to have to uh, revamp some of their uh, commercial on that and remove Samoa Joe because we know he's not going to be there. But he was in those clips uh, by Impact wondering if uh, he could uh, show up. Sonya Deville will be returning to the ring soon. With her uh, real-life stalker being deemed unfit to, to stand trial, there's no need to hold her off any longer. She was rumored to have been brought back uh, 
in time for WrestleMania. Obviously, that didn't happen, but she was doing the uh, assistant, uh, I don't know, matchmaker, whatever, uh, authority figure uh, that they wanted to list her as with uh, Adam Pierce. Uh, last time we saw her uh, in ring was at SummerSlam, where she was uh, rumored to be getting her head shaved in a hair versus hair match with Mandy Rose. But because of the whole stalker that happened that same weekend with her and Mandy uh, at home, they changed it to a loser uh, leaves uh, stipulation, which she didn't stay away too long uh, with her getting the authority rule. But uh, we'll have to see how things line up uh, to get her back in the ring because she's been aggressive uh, with some of her decision-making that has not set well with Adam Pierce. Uh, people aren't happy with how she's made decisions favoring Charlotte Flair. So there's a different uh, ways of getting her back into the ring. And it's just uh, finding the right story to uh, see Sonya return. AEW announced that they are bringing uh, AEW Dynamite to the state of New York. This is our final uh, piece before I talk about uh, podcast shows and stuff happening around this area. Uh, so they're coming to New York. Tony Khan was saying that he's happy that uh, to be considered competition for WWE. Um, I don't know. They're not really competition. They are a nice alternative. They're probably the best of the number twos uh, for sure. Uh, outranking Ring of Honor, Impact, uh, MLW, and all those. But, you know, I don't know. You, you need a lot more time and uh, to straighten up what's going on. Uh, uh, did I see the UFC uh, cage match? Yeah, that was a very sloppy match. Uh, Wardlow is green as grass, and you have also Jake Hager, who I liked when he was in WWE, and I thought he had a lot of potential, but he never has lived up to that potential. And then they kind of uh, definitely mixed MMA with a work uh, aspect of wrestling. A Hurricanrana in a yeah, MMA-style match and just choking out Wardlow. Yeah, wasn't my thing. Uh, just really didn't put much over on that. Uh, Darby Allen uh, ended up uh, winning in a two-on-one handicap match. Yeah, just not a very good episode of Dynamite. And uh, they'll be probably happy once they are back to their regular time slot because their audience is half as much as what it uh, usually is uh, when they are on Wednesday nights. Anyways, uh, with them coming to New York, uh, WDE has always been a stronghold for uh, New York State, but uh, before the pandemic hit, AEW was going to hold Dynamite in Rochester, where Brody Lee was set to debut. Uh, one of the stops on this uh, three uh, announced uh tour is going to be Arthur Ashe studi- uh, Stadium, should I say, on September 22nd. Arthur Ashe uh, Stadium is a the main grandstand for uh, the U.S. Open Tennis Tournament. Um, that's uh, so Stadium Court. And they are going to entitle Dynamite, Dynamite Grand Slam that night. Um, yeah, I've always thought because when I was younger, I'd watch uh, tennis with my family and see the U.S. Open and the opening of Arthur Ashe Stadium. And just the way that is, I was like, that would be an awesome spot to do a wrestling show. And 
finally somebody's thought of it, Tony Khan, and uh, I think it's 20,000-ish people can be in Arthur Ashe uh, Stadium. So wish them uh, luck in uh, filling that and seeing how it looks when that happens on September 22nd. So that's everything for the news that I had. Going to get, dive into some podcast news in just another moment. Going to blow my nose and uh, get back to you. If you want a variety of wrestling news and history, look no further than the Scumbags of Wrestling family of shows. On Wednesday nights at 6 p.m., join Sean, Stephen, and Jonesy as we look for the best of the best and break it all down in a unique tournament format on Fantasy Warfare Tournament. Then Thursdays at noon, take a look back at the rich history of our great sport with This Week in History. We live title changes, births, deaths, and some of the best events of all time. Finally, join us for the latest in wrestling news, show results, and predictions Thursday nights at 8 p.m. for the Scumbags Wrestling Podcast. The Scumbags Wrestling can be found on Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, and Instagram, along with our audio versions on Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or anywhere else you get your podcasts from. We're a proud part of the Ontario Indie Wrestling Podcast Network and the Johnners Podcast Network. And speaking of the Johnners Podcast Network, they are proud sponsors of the Carnival of Honor happening in the UK. And as part of that, they are also part of Graps. GrapsApparel.com. Uh, and you get a uh, promo code Johnners will get you 15% off your apparel purchase at Graps. Looking at some of the uh, podcast news going on around here. Join the mini host as uh, she has five questions with former WWE superstar uh, Darren Young, a.k.a. Fred Rosser of New Japan Pro Wrestling. And that will be found on the Street Talk Wrestling page. George Mackay is your host there. And he also rec- uh, welcomes Myron Reed to the MLW Rewind show this week. That just dropped earlier today. Join Matthew Terry on his Time for uh, Time to Fight podcast. He just dropped a special Father's Day episode earlier this morning on Spotify featuring Shane Saber, Holden Albright, Scumbag Gates, Pretty Ricky, Tyler Logan, Matthew Grant, and Mike Rollins as they share their stories and feelings about their fathers during this Father's Day weekend. On a new episode of Wrestling with Johnners, Podcast host John Scott has uh, an interview with DOA UK heavyweight champion Winston. Mark Barron is a special guest on his uh, on this week's Such Good Shoot podcast. And you can get that wherever you get your podcasts from. Mark Brown has some great answers for their questions. And you want to check that out. Then Lewis Carlin has a special Alliance Pro Wrestling Network interview with 90s Pro Wrestling Spotlight host John Alexander Arizi. He is a a wrestling historian and full of rich knowledge, so you won't want to miss that at all. HWE presents Country Carnage, happening this uh, summer from Hamilton Wrestling Entertainment and our friends at Battle Arts. You won't want to miss uh, that. As more details come, we will let you know. Also, Backyard Pro 
they are going to be returning at the end of this month. We made a donation to help uh, with costs for that, and we'll have more information as Backyard Pro Season 3 gets underway at the end of this month. I believe the first match is supposed to be released on June 30th. So uh, stay tuned for more information on that. Also, uh, check out Hard Knocks uh, Wrestling Academy. Wrestling classes with Midwestern Ontario's best pro wrestlers. Tuesdays and Thursdays, 6.30 to 8.30. This is a little bit older uh, ad because it was supposed to be in April 6th. But uh, with lockdown restrictions starting to ease up, yeah, just check out Hard Knocks Wrestling Academy for details of when they are reopening and starting classes. What do you say podcast with DDJ is part of the Johnners Podcasting Network, and they have great information, interviews, and insights. Check out What Do You Say with DDJ. And then, of course, uh, before I wrap up, there is an update with the Barry Wrestling All-Ontario Cup Tournament. Uh, this week, they began releasing names to enter into the tournament. So far, names include Black Lavender, Lionel Knight, Pretty Ricky Wildy, Rip Impact, Kirk Warmack, making uh, his return to wrestling after five years away, The Diamond Tiger, Cody Durst, The Antihero, SOS, and many more are yet to be announced. Along with the other announcement they made was with James Key making his return to wrestling as the official tournament analyst. So you can check out more things involving Barry Wrestling and their uh, 30 Ontario wrestlers. All Ontario Cup, a showcase of the best in the province, happening once this pandemic lockdowns are over. Uh, dates are uh, to be determined, but we are starting to find out the 30 participants in this tournament. So go check them out. And just a reminder that in a few minutes, I'm going to return to cover tonight's Hell in a Cell pay-per-view. That happens tonight on the WWE Network, 7 p.m. Uh, with the start time, as opposed to 8 o'clock uh, last week. And then some of the, the six matches that are going to happen include Sami Zayn against Kevin Owens, which should be a really good match. A rematch from WrestleMania, Seth Rollins against Cesaro. As seen this past Monday on Raw, we're going to get Alexa Bliss against Shayna Baszler. The Raw Women's Championship will be on the line as Rhea Ripley defends against Charlotte Flair. In a Hell in a Cell match, we're going to see Bianca Belair defend the SmackDown Championship against Bayley. And the main event we'll see in uh, last time for... Drew McIntyre to get a shot at Bobby Lashley. Lashley defends the WWE Championship in Hell in a Cell as your main event. Uh, so, got two conflicting times going on. 7 o'clock could be the... Yeah, it looks like 7 o'clock is the pre-show, uh, the kickoff, and the main show is actually at 8 o'clock. So, uh, check that out. It's the Hell in a Cell happening tonight on the WWE Network, and want to remind you that we are doing 
are sorry just gotta click that off we are doing our predictions league and in 15 minutes i will be back on the air with a rundown of those six matches and give you my picks and tell you how you can be a part of the predictions league and win this championship belt i want to thank cool bets for hosting all our shows cool bet stay cool bet responsibly So until next time, we'll see you later and have a great week.